Welcome to the Hope for ACD podcast, the podcast for adults with divorced parents and those who love them. We're glad you're here as we discuss how adults with divorced parents can take steps towards better relationships with God, themselves, their spouses, and others. Now, here is your host, therapist and author, Kent Darcy. Hi, this is Kent Darcy. Thank you for joining us at Hope for ACD, Hope for Adult Children of Divorce. This podcast is the fourth in a 10-part series in which we are discussing the major issues that tend to impact adults with divorced parents. This is part two of our discussion on how anger in adults with divorced parents is a significant issue. If you haven't listened to part one of our look at anger in adult children of divorce, I encourage you to do so. But as you listen to this program, please keep a couple of things in mind. You are about to hear me discussing anger on a program called Champions Arise, which is a ministry of Trans World Radio. And this is important to know because Champions Arise is a men's ministry. So what you're going to hear was recorded for a male audience. So some of the examples you'll hear are aimed at men. But the principles you'll hear apply to both men and women. Also, Champions Arise is recorded for an international audience, and occasionally you may hear a reference to something that might be unfamiliar to you. But it doesn't happen often, and it won't affect your understanding of the point. And the last thing, it was recorded primarily for a Christian audience, so you are going to hear Bible references and scriptures throughout the program. So here's part two of our look at anger. I'll be back on the other side with some closing comments. Here's kind of a glimpse of what 10-year-old John is thinking. I want to sit with my dad because I hardly get to see him, but but mom wants me to be with her because she's mad at dad and she hates his girlfriend Molly. But if I sit with my mom, my dad will be upset because he says he hardly ever gets to see me and he wants me to like his girlfriend, but I like mom. You know, but I'd like to sit with my dad, but if I do that, I hurt mom. But if I sit with my mom, I hurt dad. (laughs) Welcome to Champions Arise. I'm your host, Foster Brown. This dialogue was from our last program. Kent Darcy, the founder of Adult Children of Divorce Ministries, used this story to illustrate one reason why children of divorce have anger issues. Today, we're going to look at effective ways to overcome our anger, so please stay with us. Kent, in our last program, we looked at some of the reasons why adults with divorced parents often suffer with anger issues. As an adult of divorce, did you have any of those same issues with anger? Well, unfortunately, yes. You know, as I've shared, I was 13 when my parents divorced. And in hindsight, I can trace my anger back almost exactly to the announcement of the divorce. Uh, But for most of my teenage years, I didn't realize that I was angry inside. But we live in a a sin-filled world. You know, life throws us curves, people let you down. And I found that I had more and more justifiable, if you will, reasons to be Mm. angry. And by the time I was, you know, a married father of three, I had major, major issues with anger. Uh, You know, I'm not normally the explosive type, but I can cut somebody to shreds with my words. You know, it it came to a head one night when I was very angry, you know, at my oldest son. And, you know, I think I grabbed him by the shoulders. And it was at that point that I realized that anger had gotten the best of me. I apologized to my sons. You know, I told him that um, this behavior was not acceptable for a Christian man. And I told my wife I was going to get professional help. And I did. I, uh, I saw a therapist. Wow. That must have been hard to do. Well, tougher was seeing the scared look in the eyes of my kids mm. and my wife. 
you know, ironically, the therapist tried to point me to my parents' divorce, but I kept shifting the blame for my anger on other things and people, you know, and I'm not alone. Right now, there are men listening to us that are relating to what I'm saying, you know, and if that's you, please hear me. It is not a coincidence that you caught this program today. Accept this as God's wake-up call for you. Take the necessary steps to heal. Get outside help. Yeah, I know you don't want to do that. Neither did I. You know, as men, we are proud. <laughs> but as men, we can also face facts. And the fact is, is if you could have changed by yourself, you would have done it already. Yeah. So this is where your ministry's key verse comes in then? Absolutely. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, that's our key verse. And it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. You know, God helped me with my anger and comforted me and my family. It's a process and it's a journey, but I'm well down that path and, and I praise him for his faithfulness. And now I wanna share his comfort and encouragement with others like our listeners. I hope that this really is an encouragement to our listeners. So, all right, now, what are the ways that we can deal with this anger? Okay, well, there's, there's five steps that I wanna look at uh, that can reduce or control our anger. And, Basically, I'm going to just kind of do a summary of the first four, and then we'll spend some time with the last one. So the first one is you accept the truth that anger is actually a choice. Well, wait a minute now. But What if I were to say, well, hot tempers just run in my family. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, that's the way we are. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the truth is, you know, the reality is, is, is if I gave $1,000, say, for every consecutive day, that you know, our listeners didn't get angry and, and kept it up for 30 days, you know, I'm confident that most of them would make it through, even those from hot-tempered families. You know, and, and those who didn't complete the month would still probably make it a week or two. You know, the bottom line is anger is a choice. Mm. You know, and the second thing is you want to get more information before you respond in anger. You know, ask, is there another side of the story? Do, do we have all the facts? You know, asking this question helps us to, to see the bigger picture and it buys us time to cool down. It's kind of like the take a deep breath, mm -hmm, count mm -hmm, to 10, yeah. cool down. It's really important. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and the third thing is to tell God how angry you are and why. Hmm. You know, we sometimes think that, that we can't really be honest with God, but we can. You know, I love Psalm 142, uh, verses 1 through 3 says, I cry out to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before him, and I tell him all my troubles, for I am overwhelmed, and you alone know the way I should turn. I think the words in that verse, I am overwhelmed, describe the dilemma some of the men who are listening right now are facing when it comes to overcoming their anger. Yeah, it is a big problem. I'd absolutely agree. But, but praying to God and telling him all our troubles, as the psalmist wrote, is very, very helpful. Um, and the fourth item in our list is do something constructive that discharges the anger. Pray. Uh, listen to God-focused music, take a walk, read a book, uh, play a sport, you know, call a friend. You know, whatever is, is your thing where you can get the anger out you're going to want to do that. It's really important to diffuse the physical energy that can come with anger. Okay, then. Let, let's review. 
Number one, we need to accept that anger is a choice. Mm -hmm. And then we need to learn more about a situation or person before we respond in anger. That's right. Uh, three, share with God in prayer why we're angry and, and how we really feel. Yeah. And then finally, find some constructive outlets to diffuse the anger, as you said, kind of bleed off the pressure. Yeah, that's really important. Okay, so those are the first four. Now, I want to look at a tool that kind of brings all this together. It is very important to identify the real cause of our anger. You know, as I had said earlier, we blame, we blame, we blame, we blame. But we have to identify what's really going on. When we're angry, we'll blame people or things, but in reality, we get angry because particular emotions are triggered. You know, for the sake of our conversation, we're gonna say that these include guilt, insecurity, or inadequacy, fear, and trauma, or pain. And it's interesting, Drs. Tom and Beverly Rogers from Soul Healing Ministries created kind of this uh, acronym that can help us remind it. They call it, they call it the GIFT exercise, and the acronym is GIFT, G-I-F-T. And G is, stands for guilt, I is for inferiority or inadequacy, F is for fear, and T is for trauma. Let me, mm. let me go through that again. G is for guilt, I is for inferiority or, or inadequacy, F is for fear, and T is for trauma, G-I-F-T. And the Rogers created the gift exercise basically to help people work through the anger-causing situations they face, because instead of reacting to them, we want to work through them. So simply put, when the anger is triggered in us, you know, when something happens that triggers mm -hmm. our anger, we need to figure out which one of these four items is most likely the problem. Oh. You know, when something triggers us, we want to ask, are we feeling guilt? Or are we feeling inferior or inadequate? Are we experiencing fear? You know, are we experiencing trauma or pain? Again, G-I-F-T, gift. Okay, let, let's try to get practical here. Okay. How would someone apply these principles? Okay, here's an example. Say tonight when you get home from work, you go into your house and you find a note on your kitchen table that says you have to make your own dinner. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cleansing breath. We talked about that earlier. <laughs> now you've had a long, tough day. and So you get angry. Yeah. But why are you angry? Now, well, it's easy because she normally has dinner for me when I get home. Well, yeah. Well, but is that the real reason? Well, let's check. We'll, we'll use the gift exercise. The, the first letter is G. Now, G says, are you feeling guilty? Now, as we peel back this, maybe your wife's been complaining that you're always coming home late. Oh. You know, she feels unappreciated and unloved, and, and you know that this is true. But instead of trying to empathize with her, you know, with how she feels, you get angry and you grumble that she doesn't understand the pressure you're under to put a roof over her head. You know, you actually feel guilty, but it comes out as hmm. anger. Well, that's really interesting how that works. And this applies to all men, not just men from broken homes, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. These principles apply to all men and women, too. I mean, the gift exercise works with everyone. That's what's so great about it. And moving on, the second question starts with the letter I. Now, you have this note. Has her note triggered feelings of inadequacy or inferiority? Again, maybe she's been complaining about the job you know, that causes you to come home late, you know, and you'd like to get another job, but you don't feel competent enough to do it. You always feel inadequate as a husband because you think you're doing your best, but it, it never seems to be enough. Mm, yeah. And anger is what comes out. But actually, 
you're feeling insecure and inadequate. Do I feel inadequate is kind of a tough question for men to ask themselves. I mean, to admit to, isn't it? Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. But the third question, the F in our gift exercise is worse. Do Uh I have fear? Am I afraid of something? Hmm. Men don't believe male and fear belong in the same sentence, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> you know, not usually, at least. You know, I mean, the movies, the TV shows, and, you know, books we all enjoy, they tend to have fearless men as the leading ah, yeah. characters, mm-hmm. you know. And unfortunately, it's well documented that parental divorce can produce a multitude of fears in kids who later grow up. Fears like the fear of conflict, the fear of abandonment. Uh, fear of doom, fear of inadequacy and and inferiority, the fear of marriage. Uh, These are all common. We're adults with divorced parents. So when we get the fix your own dinner note on the table, (laughs) even though we know in our hearts that she probably is just running late for a Bible study or whatever, there's a little voice that says she's gone. Uh. You know, she's mad and she's not coming back. And that little voice comes from the memory of our mom leaving the family or, or dad left. And we feared that our mom might leave too. Mm. But if, if we don't diagnose the issue, when our wife gets home, we'll respond in anger to the note. In reality, the note possibly just triggered our fear of being abandoned. Okay. Now, lastly, T is trauma. As we just discussed, the note may have triggered a traumatic childhood memory of being alone or the parent leaving. You know, sometimes we're aware of the trauma, sometimes we aren't. But anger can erupt as a result. The gift exercise sounds like a really powerful tool. Well, actually it is. And it's good for for three reasons. First, it forces us to think. It gives us time to calm down. And second, it changes the anger from a, a you focus where we're casting blame. You know, you are making me mad to a me focus. You know, what's triggering me to react this way? And the third reason I like the gift exercise is because it works in a wide variety of situations. You know, I encourage our listeners to think of your relationships with your spouse and and relatives, friends, coworkers. Do you have problems maintaining relationships because they're always doing things to make you mad? Mm. Uh, Relook at these things that bug you by using the gift exercise. You know, all these tools are good, but also Christian counseling with a pastor or a counselor is very helpful. Uh, this is particularly necessary if anger comes out in any sort of abusive way. Oh, yeah. There is no biblical justification for physical, verbal, or emotional abuse. I'm so glad you made that point. Kent, Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. That's God's command. May we all take it to heart. Absolutely. We're back in our Hope for ACD studio now. As I said earlier, that program was recorded for the Champions Arise Ministry of Transworld Radio. This is the second program where we've discussed anger. Unresolved anger is often cited as the number one issue children with divorced parents drag into their adulthood. And the negative impact of anger is is far-reaching. So I hope that if this affects you or people around you say it does, go to our resource page on our website, hopeforacd.com. There are resources that can help you understand and beat your anger. Also, if you have any questions or comments regarding this program, you can email us at questions at hopeforacd.com. And you'll get that address again at the end of the program. I encourage you to share this podcast. Roughly 40% of everyone you know have divorced parents and can benefit from it. Next time, we'll discuss the issue of father hunger and common ways it affects us. Particularly you ladies, you aren't going to want to miss this program. So until next time, let us heed the words of the Apostle Paul. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. 
This is Kent Darcy. Thanks for listening. I look forward to being with you again. This has been the Hope for ACD podcast, which is produced by Adult Children of Divorce Ministries. We'd love to hear from you. Please email any questions or comments to questions at hope4acd.com. That's questions at hope, the number four, acd.com. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, may God bless you with his peace and joy.